to removing the cake, the place where perfectionists remove our superhero cake and discuss what it's like to wear our various titles, hats, and masks. We can pick them up at the end of the show, but for now, let's all relax. Time to get into the show. Welcome back to the show. I am your host, Ty. Thank you for coming back for another week. Please be sure to share this show with your friends, family, and on social media. We are really growing rapidly, and it's all because of your support. I appreciate it so much. So let's get into today's topic. For years, I have always said I was impatient. I would change the common phrase, you know, when people say patience is a virtue that I desire. I would say patience is a virtue that I have yet to acquire and I'm not interested in it. Now, don't judge me. I was somewhat of a firecracker. Was I said was, but still am. Side note, my husband and I always joke that he's like a C4 bomb and I'm the little snap pops that you throw on the ground. Y'all know what I mean. They come in a little box and you throw them and they pop. It takes a lot to get him there when he's at the point of an explosion. But when he does, he levels the place. I'm just here just to shake you up a little bit, you know, just to get you back in back in line just for a second. Um, sound more intimidating than, you know, really is. <laughs> so, but seriously, back to the subject. I was, and I still am, somewhat of a firecracker. I can admit that. I don't like waiting in long lines while out shopping. I will put something back in a heartbeat to avoid sitting in a long line. I'm not a fan of driving because I feel like sitting in traffic is a waste of my time. I'm okay with it if I'm the passenger, but as a driver, I don't like it. I can't stand it at all. I start getting antsy and it's just, I, I don't like it. And I know my California listeners are probably laughing right now at my traffic woes, but yeah, I'm serious. And I, but I know no one has it as bad as they do. Um, But I feel like if I'm a passenger, I have something to do while we're sitting in traffic. But if it's just me driving, I don't, I don't like it. However, I had an experience in this last week that made me realize my patience is growing. I won't get into the details of the situation, but let's just say there was a person that really tried your girl this week, y'all. I mean, they were talking to me hella disrespectful and crazy. And they were completely loud and wrong. It was a professional conversation. So I made sure I continuously communicated about the topic and I stayed away from getting emotional, even though that person was all in their emotions. And they even called me unprofessional as they were ranting and raving. Um, And later after the conversation, I was talking to my husband and I had a light bulb moment. The version of me from a few years ago would have popped off in the most nice, nasty way. Now, I can admit, I'm a Southern girl, and I believe that all Southern women have either a master's or a doctorate degree in nice nastiness. Now, my Southern women out there, you already know, so you can agree with me. We all have it. It may be different levels of it, but 
We all have some kind of degree in it. But I resisted that temptation and it made me realize that I am becoming more patient. And it started I started to wonder where it was coming from because it kind of confused me because I know the version of me from a few years ago um, would not have been okay with that conversation and would have let her know that I wasn't the one or the two. (laughs) So I really started to think like and dig deep, try to realize where um, this change was coming from. I want to share my realization with all of you. I learned that my patience with others was simply a byproduct of my patience with myself. As a perfectionist, I am so hard on myself. And I know we talked about that in episode two, I am a perfectionist. And if you have not heard that episode Please make sure you listen to that one right after this one. Cue it up right now to play next. It's really, really a good one. But um, I am hard on myself. And sometimes I set unrealistic goals, then get frustrated when I fall short. When you're perfectionist, one of the hardest things to get through can be early success. And I know you're probably thinking, how is that hard to get through? Well, Let's take a walk down Ty's memory lane, for example. I was a straight A student as a child. I can count on one hand with fingers left how many grades I got that were not A's from the child from the time I was in kindergarten all the way up to 12th grade. Education just came naturally to me. Learning came naturally to me. I graduated high school with a 4.25 GPA, entered college with multiple scholarships, and that's where I started to struggle a bit because whereas I, I, whereas I was so used to just gaining the information by being present and being able to still do things outside of the classroom and my homework was really easy and, you know, it, there wasn't much of a challenge there. College challenged me in the classroom, challenged me to do more. So I had to adjust my studying habits, had to learn new um, studying habits that just being present in the room wasn't going to make it happen. Come and pause right here. Shout out to all my Hamilton fans. Me saying that made me think about I want to be in the room where it happens. Okay, pause. Back to it. Focus. We're focusing. Okay, so it made me realize that I had to up my game when it came to studying. Um, So I got distracted a little bit, but I was able to recover. And I also got involved with campus organizations and um, activities. And I was really into some of those groups. And I'm proud of those moments because some of the things that we did made foundational, foundational impacts on both Florida State University, but also trickle effects throughout other organizations and people that were involved nationwide. Um, so shout out to everybody that was part of FSU United Student Coalition, uh, Student Vote Coalition. Uh, we did a lot while we were in undergrad. And um, I started at the same time while in undergrad, started working for the state of Florida on a program that was created by the governor. And I loved 
what I did there, but it was a big deal to work on a program created by the sitting governor. And then when administration changed, still managed by the governor's office. I mean, it was, that was kind of a big deal as a college student. And, but that was what I expected of myself. So it was set high goals, high achievements. And um, even when I fell short, it was still set high goals. It was like, you know, I remember people asking like, oh, wow, you already have that job in undergrad? And it was, yeah, but I'm not even going to act like that was something I worked super hard to get. That was the blessing and favor of God because of relationships. I got a direct call to get that job. It was like, hey, I need you to come work for me. Um, but I know that it was my work ethic that kept me there because he would have fired me. <laughs> but um, I'm grateful for those relationships and, um, you know, that he thought enough of my work at work ethic to call me to uh, work there. So, um, but yeah, so I, I worked there for several years and then um, even worked in other departments within government after leaving that program. And, you know, when I moved from Tallahassee to Jacksonville, I was still in government for a little while, then transitioned to the private sector and, you know, was working there for a while. And then I faced my first big challenge. I was laid off from a job with a Fortune 100 company. And that was tough. So I was trying to figure out what I I was going to do. And in the meantime, before I got laid off, I was already playing around with this idea of entrepreneurship. I was you know, doing little side jobs, but I hadn't completely committed to fully developing my business. Um, I would take on clients and small projects, but then getting laid off, I said, well, this thing has to fly. And it started flying. And I worked with faith-based organizations. I worked with small business owners. I was able to do a lot in the PR, marketing, and event management areas. And it was wonderful. I was successful. It was great. But where I messed up along the lines is that, again, we talked about this in the I Am Perfectionist episode where those things started to define me a little bit. So all of my entrepreneurs know this feeling when things start to go up and down, your emotions can go with those things. So as things would go up and down, I found myself going up and down. And after several years, I started to think, okay, maybe I should look at some additional things in addition to entrepreneurship, not giving it up, But let's pivot for a little bit because my life is changing. So I want a little more temporary stability as I'm also continuing to live my life. And 
I had to realize that I had to be patient with myself. The timeline that I may set doesn't mean it's going to happen exactly like that. And instead of getting frustrated when I'm human or when life happens or think about this year, 2020 is nothing like what any of us expected. 2020 has dealt some huge blows to all of us, but we can't take those things personally. We can't be the ones that are blaming ourselves for getting laid off or for income being reduced or whatever the challenges we may may be experiencing as a byproduct of COVID-19. We can't take that internally because we didn't cause COVID-19. So I had to learn to be patient with myself. And even if it's a situation where it's something I did make a bad decision on or I didn't accurately or appropriately prepare, I'm human. So I started having a little more grace with myself as I live this journey. Um, And I realized that as I took the weight off myself, things started to get a little bit easier. Um, Funny enough, the the accomplishments didn't slow down. They haven't slowed down. I mean, you all know this podcast is definitely one of them. Um, So things didn't slow down, but it helped me deal with what I consider those low moments better. And I am able to extend that grace that I'm giving to myself, that patience that I'm giving to myself. I'm able to extend that to others. And I realized that in this last week, we all have our own issues. We are all, quote, trying it internally and externally. And patience can go a long way. I encourage you and challenge you today to think about if you are someone that's impatient. Now, if you are a very patient person, then, hey, this this isn't for you. God bless you. Share some of that patience with the rest of us. Okay, because I just have a little peace. Now, let me be honest. I am not about to lie, and I don't want any of you to get the wrong idea that, oh my gosh, Ty, you're so patient. No, 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 no. This situation that just happened within last week, I really feel like this is the first time that not only did I not react the way I would have a couple years ago, because I had two different conversations with the person. The first one conversation kind of, it really startled me because I, It came kind of out of left field. So there was a moment where I wanted to kind of say something, but I didn't. But the second conversation, I had no desire to. So what I am saying is, uh, I think that's kind of the first time that I've really done that. So I don't want you to feel like, oh, you you are doing it. Uh, I'm trying. (laughs) 
but I'm still not there. Okay. So I don't want to claim um, a whole victory over, you know, the entire war when I just won this small little battle. Okay. We are still working. We are still trying to grow this patience. My patience is probably the size of a mustard seed right now, whereas before it didn't exist. Progress. Okay. We celebrate progress here. <laughs> but back to the challenge. Um, I encourage those of you that are impatient and find yourselves often snapping on others. And I don't even, I don't mean this in like a, you always have to get someone together, but um, often irritable by things or just, you know, know that patience is not your strong suit. I'm not going to say start with external external sources, but start with yourself because what you'll probably find is that you are just extending how you feel, how you treat yourself. And you'll probably see that you're being a little hard on yourself, that you could use a little grace. We all deserve it. Even if you feel like you don't, trust me, brother, sister, Girl, man, we all deserve it, okay? Trust me, you deserve patience and grace, no matter the situation. I had to celebrate a small victory this week. I was like, babe, this house has been clean all week. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. I I hear y'all, but like spotless clean. Because we all have, we'll have little stuff here, there, or whatever. Like, nope, it's been spotless clean all week. And he and I have been working on that together. And we were like, wow, this is, this is a win. Not an empty water bottle, not a plate in the sink, just spotless all week long. And that was a small victory that he and I both shared together And we had to give ourselves grace. Now, I gave myself grace because the house is spotless. But my laundry isn't done. So what I didn't do, what I usually do is focus on my laundry not being done. But I'm patient with myself. I'll get to it. I'll get to it before we run out of clothes. Promise that. But seriously, I challenge you, start with yourself. You deserve, you deserve the kindness that you can, the utmost kindness that you can extend to yourself. Be a little patient, but be patient with you. Start there first. Let me know how it works out. Our inspirational segment this week is dedicated to the incomparable chat with Bozeman. Um, <laughs> try to do this segment without getting <sighs> choked up. So there have only been a few celebrities that I've actually like really, really cried 
when they passed. And Chadwick Boseman was one of them. Um, it's it's amazing to me how he played so many influential characters and historical figures and a king and did his best to live his life as one. He was diagnosed with colon cancer in 2016 and to see all of the work that he continued to do since then, the post-production and promotion of Black Panther after that diagnosis and all of the other movies that he continued to film. I believe he did four other productions since then. And in addition to inspiring all of us through speeches and um, commencement speeches and just interviews and always shining his light the brightest. And I imagined what it must have been like his internal conversations. Wondering as he's giving so much of himself to us through his art that at the same time, his body is failing him. But he continued until his last day. And I know it's been shared so often on social media and in the news over the last several weeks, how we've seen the literal progression of his decline But he kept going. He didn't. He didn't run it high. He kept going and he gave us the best of him while he was still here. (sighs) My prayers are with his family, his lovely wife, and those who knew him best. May we all find inspiration through the life he lived and the roles that he played so strategically, always thinking about the impact on the black community and how he can be an inspiration through his art, even challenging writer's room in several productions from All My Children to Black Panther, insisting that he carried that African accent in Black Panther, insisting or challenging all my children's writers that he didn't want his character to now have drug addicted parents and then subsequently losing his job and being replaced. But that opened the door for a young Michael B. Jordan to get a foot in the door in the industry, always thinking beyond himself. I don't know how it gets more inspirational than that for this week. Chat with Bozeman. King, may you rest in peace and power. Thank you for all you gave to us in your short 
but impactful 43 years of life. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed the show and tune in again next week. Be sure to subscribe and rate the show wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Share with a friend or family member and follow us on social media at Removing the Cake. Check out our website at www.removingthecake.com. Whatever superhero cape you have to pick up and wear today, I hope it's a bit lighter and your smile's a little brighter. See you next week.